And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed, bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. For Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, Dan Mandis, this is Red Eye Radio. And the phone number remains 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. Man, we have spoken about so much tonight. And just the headlines keep on coming. And it's a Monday morning, and I understand that you're just, you know, getting back from the weekend, and maybe you haven't been able to pay as close of attention as you did during the week. So, you know, I've spent the night just kind of catching you up on uh, a lot of the things going on with the Middle East and Israel. This is interesting, by the way, uh, McDonald's, you know, McDonald's, the cheeseburger, hamburger, Big Mac, all that. McDonald's is facing a boycott for giving Israeli soldiers free food. This is the story again out of Newsweek. McDonald's Israel is facing calls for a boycott after it began providing free meals to Israeli soldiers following the outbreak of war against Hamas. Now, remember, this is McDonald's in Israel. So the Israel McDonald's are giving free meals to the soldiers who are defending Israel. But now some are criticizing McDonald's and saying that now they needed to be boycotted, of course. On X, formerly Twitter, users criticizing the Israeli-owned franchise with one saying, McDonald's providing free meals to the IDF, the military forces of Israel. We should stand by our principles and take actions that align with our beliefs. Let's boycott McDonald's because supporting companies that are involved in conflicts is wrong, especially when it comes to the loss of innocent lives. Now, here's what's crazy about that Twitter user criticizing McDonald's is that last line, especially especially when it comes to the loss of innocent lives. Well, Israel lost a whole lot of innocents. I mean, I started the broadcast, you know, hours ago now talking about how I've spent the last week. Unfortunately, watching all of these videos on Twitter and in other places. 
and, and looking and watching these attacks as they happened in real time. And you've got 400,000 people, 400,000 uh, Israeli soldiers who are right now at the border with Gaza, getting ready to go in and root out and kill Hamas. You have hundreds of thousands of people that have now evacuated from the region. And Egypt, for a time, we reported this earlier in uh, the evening, uh, Egypt opened up their border with Gaza for some time to allow some people to come through. But you do have a really, really serious humanitarian crisis going on right now in uh, Gaza, in the Gaza Strip. Well, that's on Hamas. But see, one of the things that I'm noticing is that the people who are pro-Palestine, the people that are, you know, pro-Hamas on the college campuses across America, there is no middle ground. There is no understanding of the other side. For people who are supporters of Palestine and the Palestinians and for people who are supporters of Hamas, there is no other side. You you are either with us or we are going to go after you with the same ferocity, the same anger as we're going after Israel. And that's indicative uh, of this story from um from Newsweek, where you've got all these people that want to see McDonald's uh, boycotted. Now, here's the deal. And I wrapped up the last hour talking about uh, some of the polling that's out there. Nearly all Americans surveyed in a new CNN poll do feel some level of sympathy for the Israeli people. A majority say Israel's military response is absolutely justified. You know, part of what's going on is you have the the big protests that we see in some of these big cities. But the other thing that I would encourage you to do, as I just spent some time talking about how I get despondent over seeing the amount of people that are siding with the terrorists, but at the same time, vast majority of Americans recognize how horrific the events of a week ago were. And that is why nearly all Americans surveyed in the CNN poll say that Israel's military response is justified. Ahead of Israel's expected ground invasion of Gaza, most respondents said the Israeli government's military response to the Hamas attacks is fully justified. Fifty percent say that it is fully justified or partially justified to 20 percent. A total of 21 percent said that they uh, were not sure. And 8 percent said that they were not justified at all. And, you know, I. I, I'm not surprised by the 8 percent, you know, you have as as much as it repulses the average American. You know, you do have people like, you know, Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and those folks from the squad and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you do have a certain amount of of people in America who fall under that ilk. You know, the BDS movement, boycott, divest, and sanction Israel. You know, that's who those 8% uh, people are. In Los Angeles, a 1,000 plus. 
that's where those 8% of the people fall. And those 21% who are not sure, I, I would love to, if, here's the phone number, 866-90-RED-EYE. If you're one of those people that, I should do this tomorrow night, but if you're one of those 21% who aren't sure, I would love to know what little nugget of, and this would be like a judgment-free zone, what little nugget of information are you missing Where you would say, I'm not really sure. What, what is that nugget of information that you're missing? That part of you that says that Israel is not justified in doing what they need to do. I'll do that. If you don't want to call tonight, I'll do that tomorrow night as well. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great French fries. That sign over there tells you this is your exit. And look at that legendary sign. It's the Motel 6 sign. It tells you a great night's rest at a great price. Book online at motel6.com and use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Look for the signs. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CPREDEYE, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Of those who responded to the poll, which was conducted October 12 and 13 by text message, 71% said they felt a lot of sympathy for the Israeli people in their current situation. 25% they felt some sympathy. Sympathy. The majority of people who responded also said they feel a lot or some sympathy for the Palestinian people. But the depth of sympathy was less than it was for the Israelis. A total of 41% said that they felt a lot of sympathy, with at least uh, an additional 46% saying they felt some sympathy, some sympathy for the Palestinians. So here's the, uh, and I'm trying to figure out, because I, long discussions with friends over the weekends about this sympathy for the Palestinians. Because I was trying to we had a big debate about this, about whether or not the, the group of people that I, I hang out with, did we have any sympathy for the Palestinians, for the Palestinian people? And I'm I'm a little conflicted because I'm going to tell you, I, I, I know that there's some innocence. There, there's millions of innocents. And I understand that. But at the same time. That I know that there is innocence. 
that are going to be killed. You are talking about a culture, by and large, that feels like the only uh, the only good a Jewish person is a dead Jewish person. I mean, that's part of the culture. And like it or not, that is part of what's going on. Ron DeSantis uh, was on, um, who was this? Ron DeSantis was on Meet the Press uh, on Sunday. And he, he was talking about just this, about this culture within the uh, Gaza Strip and within the Palestinian people where they feel like Israel should not exist. And the context of the conversation was should America should America welcome refugees from Gaza? I mean, I say, heck no. But, you know, this is what Ron DeSantis had to say. They elected Hamas. Let's just be clear about that. Not everyone's a member of Hamas. Most probably aren't. But they did elect Hamas. In 2006. And then the military occupation happened after that, where they went in and haven't allowed elections since 2007. So in 2006, there was an election. There was a lot of there was a lot of there was a lot of celebrating of those attacks. Yeah. I mean, Ron DeSantis is right. That is Margaret Brennan on uh, Meet the Press. And DeSantis is right. How many of us were absolutely sickened by what we saw, the dancing in the streets? I saw one video, and then I'll let DeSantis, because he brings up a great point here. I saw one video where, and it just absolutely sickened me. And you had uh, some of these Palestinians, and they were, I kid you not, they were dancing over the bodies of innocents that were killed. While what I can only assume was the family of the person who was killed on their knees, crying hysterically, while these Palestinians danced over the bodies of their loved ones. And as to that point that Ron DeSantis continues... Um, in the Gaza Strip uh, by, by a lot of those folks who were not Hamas. But if you look at their education system, this has been an issue for a long time. They teach kids to hate Jews. The textbooks do not have Israel even on the map. Uh, they prepare very young kids uh, to commit terrorist attacks. So I think it's a toxic culture. Yeah, and, and I firmly believe, and I think that most Americans would agree, that we should not be inviting that anti-Semitic culture into America. 866-90-RED-EYE is the phone number, 866-907-3339. This is Dan Mandis on Red Eye Radio. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howes Products. Tested, trusted, guaranteed since 1920. When it comes to what we shoppers can expect to pay for that Thanksgiving turkey... You know, I think from a consumer standpoint, we got some fairly good news on the turkey front. Yes, turkey supplies up, prices down. This from Agriculture Department Livestock Analyst Shale Shagham. He says, judging from the current wholesale prices that stores are paying for their turkeys, we shoppers are likely to pay a good deal less for that bird than we did last year. Of course, we're over a month away from Thanksgiving. But right now, I mean, we are looking at wholesale frozen hen prices at about a dollar eighteen a pound, which compares to about a dollar eighty a pound a year ago. So indeed, uh, prices are uh, for whole birds are lower than they were a year ago. Thirty-four percent lower. Of course, that's wholesale, but shoppers could see an even better bargain depending on what retailers decide to do. You might see a lower price just because they are taking that wholesale price, which is already down, and cutting it even further. 
in an effort to lure more customers into their store to buy other things for that holiday meal. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This report brought to you by Cenex Fuels and Loops. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. Red Eye Radio, 86690 Red Eye is the phone number, 86690-73339. Dan Mandis uh, in for Gary and Eric. They return a week from this morning. You know, the uh, again, the news is just very busy evening uh, this morning. And uh, Joe Biden, it would appear, may be headed for Israel. I was a little surprised by that because there's a lot going on in Israel. And it uh, just seems to me like the president may want to stay away. And can, can I be honest? What what good is Biden going to do in Israel? And I know that it seems like, you know, I, I get on here and I'm filling in for Gary and Eric and it's like, all I do is bash Biden. Well, there's a lot to bash. I mean, I mean honestly, there is. I mean, you you. You name me a headline that people are talking about and and I will show you a story that its roots its genesis is Joe Biden screwing up. I mean I could play this game all day long. I mean we could talk about illegal immigration, we could talk about what is going on with uh, Israel, we could talk about what's going on with Ukraine. Iran is out there threatening Israel by the way and says that if uh, Israel goes into uh, Gaza and starts taking out a whole bunch of innocent folks, well, then Iran is going to uh, something like uh, causing an earthquake. It'll be a, it'll be an attack like an earthquake. And Israel will never be the same. That, that's what Iran is saying. Well, if Iran goes after Israel, guess who paid for the weaponry? That's right. Me and you. Because Joe Biden, of course, part of the big story out there is Joe Biden allowing Iran the ability to uh, make a bit, tens of billions of dollars off of oil by looking the other way as Iran broke the uh, sanctions to sell oil. But you know what? I, I would pay good money because I'm watching, you know, the uh, videos over the weekend. And, you know, I'm I'm just like I'm like the the old guy that is just like get off my lawn and I'm, I'm just screaming at the TV. I'm screaming at the computer. I'm screaming at my phone as I'm watching all of these videos. And you've got Secretary of State Antony Blinken. Right. And uh, Blinken is up there and he's got, you know, if I remember right, he's got Netanyahu uh, up on the stage. And, you know, Blinken is a uh, stage left and Netanyahu is stage right. And, you know, they're having their little uh, conversation. And I would just I would love for someone. To say to Benjamin Netanyahu. Mr. Prime Minister. Do you have anything to say to Antony Blinken as the secretary of state of the nation that has allowed Iran to amass billions of dollars in weaponry? To give to Hamas to kill and slaughter innocent Israeli civilians. Do you have anything to say to Antony Blinken? 
Or maybe say to Antony Blinken, why doesn't a reporter do this? You know, say to Antony Blinken, uh, Mr. Secretary of State, do you have an apology for Benjamin Netanyahu? Because it is your administration. It is the administration that, that you work for and your President Joe Biden that decided to give Iran billions of dollars in, in effect, lifted sanctions. Not to mention the $6.5 billion in hostage negotiation funds. That then Iran turned around and they they used $6.5 billion or whatever amount of money they used to pay for terrorism because they knew that they had that money ultimately coming in from the lifted sanctions. Why doesn't a reporter I just I don't understand why a reporter doesn't do that. Just directly address the men in the room. You know, I'm looking at this photograph right now. It's on uh, Axios, Axios.com. And it is a picture of Benjamin Netanyahu and Joe Biden embracing. And I just don't understand it. And so do these conversations, do they happen off the air? Not off the air. Behind the scenes. Because I'm sitting here watching uh, Netanyahu embrace Biden and Joe Biden has deliberately gone out of his way to fund Iran and Iran feels like Israel should not exist. So I just I don't know. Part of the recurring theme tonight is, you know, by and large, journalism is dead. So when Netanyahu and Biden have their inevitable a photo op slash press conference, I would love for a reporter to get up and ask the question. Uh, President Biden, do you have an apology for Benjamin Netanyahu uh, for arming the nation that feels like Israel should not exist? Think that'll happen? No? Me either. 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. Radio from the Uniden America studios. Now for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, here is Dan Mandis. Appreciate you listening to Red Eye Radio and um, Gary and Eric, they return a week from tonight. 866-90-RED-EYE is the phone number, 866-907-3339. By the way, I host a morning show in Nashville, Tennessee on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. And uh, that goes from 6 to 10 Eastern time. You can find out more information there at 997WTN.com. Listen in if you like. We're on uh, YouTube and Facebook and Twitter as well. If you want to see the broadcast, you can uh, do it uh, there as well at uh, the website, 997WTN.com. Okay. So I was playing some uh, audio earlier of Ron DeSantis. Now, uh, just so you know, folks know, because I, I, I heard from some of you. Some of you hardcore Trump supporters, why are you playing Ron DeSantis audio? Why are you saying good things about Ron DeSantis? Stop it. I say good things about Ron DeSantis. I say good things about Donald Trump. I say good things about Tim Scott. Every once in a while, I may actually say something nice about Nikki Haley. 
But DeSantis, you know, he's been he's been making the rounds and he's sounding really good. And as you probably know, he has uh, sent some airplanes to rescue some uh, folks there from Florida, Floridians. I've been uh, rescuing them from uh, Israel. And so this is something that DeSantis, he should be out talking about this because what it's doing. And I I don't know what the latest numbers are, but, you know, what he is uh, doing is he is doing something that the president has really been unable to do. And that is rescue people uh, as the Biden administration just sort of effectlessly stands by. I mean, Biden finally had to be shamed. You saw this last week. Biden was finally shamed into uh, rescuing people because originally, remember, one of the things that uh, he said was and his administration said is, go ahead and just, you know, book your own flights out of the region. And then everybody was raising their hands and saying, well, the problem is that a lot of these flights have been canceled. And so now we have lawmakers that have done the same thing as uh, DeSantis is doing. We have multiple people uh, that are, quite frankly, Republican who are out there and they're trying to uh, rescue folks from the region because Joe Biden isn't doing it. I mean, one of the things is you look at all of the news that is out there and you see that Republicans have the right idea. Stop funding Iran. Close the border. Protect Israel. Rescue Americans. What does Biden do? Fund Iran. Arm Iran. Arm Hamas. Israel be damned. Leave the border open. Leave Americans behind. I mean, let me tell you something. I don't know if you know this. We have an election coming up in about a year. And the differences... This is the crazy thing. The differences could not be more stark. I mean, forget about, you know, DeSantis for a minute. Just look at the overall Republican platform. But even there's some uh, Democrats. That are looking at this situation and they are aghast at what they're seeing with uh, the president. Because on a weekend where we did see more violence in the region. And Christopher Ray is out there saying in a speech to San Diego law enforcement that they are incredibly worried about what's coming across our southern border. I mean, he he brought up. He brought up the fact that uh, we have people that are coming across our southern border. Yes, they're on the terrorist watch list. Yes, they are. They are from these very specific nations that are rife with terrorism and anti-Semitism. I mean, you've got Afghanistan, Bahrain, Algeria, Bangladesh, Egypt, Indonesia, Iran, Iraq, Jordan, Kazakhstan, Kuwait, Lebanon, Libya, Malaysia, Morocco, North Korea, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, Tunisia, Turkey, Uzbekistan, Yemen, it goes on and on and on. And so Christopher Wray, in this speech to San Diego law enforcement, he said, we have got to be vigilant. And I'm sitting there and I read this. Christopher Wray says that we need to stay vigilant. 
Tell that to the president, Christopher Ray. You've got more access than I do. I mean, I read that and I thought, okay, so the FBI director tells us to stay vigilant. But why wouldn't he tell that to the Biden administration? I mean, obviously, the Biden administration clearly does not care. That's really kind of sad. Somebody uh, send me a note. By the way, I'm on Facebook. You can send me a, an instant message there if you want, direct message, whatever. Uh, asking me, what was the name of the, that uh, organization that you were talking about, Dan, earlier that uh, the Biden administration has been giving uh, millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to that is accused of being an arm of uh, Hamas? So thank you, Jerry, for listening The and the kind words. The organization is called the United Nations Relief and Works Agency. That's what it's called, the United Nations Relief and Works Agency. And Biden has given this uh, organization a total of, what is it, $730 million. Now, Donald Trump, back in 2018, he stopped all funding to this organization because you had even left-leaning organizations said that this particular group of folks, they were Hamas sympathizers. They were literally an arm of Hamas. Yet Joe Biden giving them a whole bunch of money to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars. And and this organization, the United Nations Relief and Works Agency, they have schools around Gaza. They found missiles. They found Hamas missiles stored at one of their schools. And also at these schools, they teach that Israel should not exist. They teach you that the only good Jew is a dead Jew. I mean, the school even admitted it, matter of fact. Yet still, Biden, knowing that, gave these folks all kinds of money. You know why? Because that's what Biden does. As we head into uh, the later part of, the, uh, of this program, the war continues to heat up. Right now we have... And and the numbers are different depending on uh, who you ask and and what you're looking at. But right now we have 30 Americans confirmed dead. uh, 13 are missing in Israel. Uh, In total, we have 1,400 Israelis dead in uh, this conflict. There are signs of abuse and torture and rape and mutilation of these victims. Even though Hamas came out and they actually said, This leader of Hamas was being interviewed by somebody. I don't even know who it was. But the dude said, oh, yeah, we uh, we didn't mutilate anybody. We didn't kill uh, any civilians. No, not a one. Nope. There was no abuse. There was no torture. Come on. We're peace-loving Hamas. Well, the coroner, uh, the coroners in Israel and the media in Israel would beg to differ. They do see these Bodies with signs of abuse and torture and rape and mutilation. 2,670 Palestinians have so far been killed in retaliatory strikes on uh, Gaza by Israel. Now, if you're wondering, because I know people are just catching up over the weekend. A lot of people watching football and all that. I get it. So I'm here to catch you up. Benjamin Netanyahu has 400,000 troops ready to go. Now, they were supposed to start 
the uh, ground invasion, if that's what you want to call it, the ground assault over the weekend. And then it started to apparently rain. And I'm using the term apparently because I think part of what went on is they may have a bead on uh, where these um, hostages are. And so they may have said, hold on, hold on. Maybe they're going to try to negotiate for the hostages. Maybe there is some negotiation going on. Maybe they're trying to figure out a way to rescue those hostages before they go in. I don't know. But there's a couple of different stories out there. The first story is that the um, invasion, the assault, the ground assault from Israel into the Gaza Strip, that's going to begin any hour now, any moment now. That's what. Benjamin Netanyahu says there is a headline that says that uh, the ground assault could begin any hour. But then there's other stories that show that, you know, this isn't going to start for days on end. So I don't know. But what I do know is, as I look at those numbers and, and I wrote those numbers down about five hours ago, those numbers, no doubt, are going up as we speak. And so it's going to be a very uh, busy morning. And we'll continue to cover it for you here on Red Eye Radio all week. 866-90-RED-EYE is the phone number. 866-907-3339. This is Dan Mandis on Red Eye Radio. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. Six six ninety red eye is the phone number eight six six nine zero seven thirty three thirty nine headline from the Guardian. Israel confirms a total of one hundred and fifty five people are being held hostage by Hamas among the hostages. An eighty three year old Israeli journalist. You've also got a very small children and babies also being held hostage. And that's why, you know, earlier I was talking about um this this feeling of complete and utter disgust and dismay at what we're seeing, where you have thousands of people across the country uh, taking to the streets and college campuses and so forth, and they are pro Hamas. Even though these tactics are just, you know, they are by, I mean, you would think all measures and accounts are horrific. Yet, obviously, you have people that still continue to uh, support Hamas in this situation. And, yeah, it is really sad. And I'm just I'm I'm perusing the headlines uh, real quick. State Department plans, because I I mean, I know I've got a lot of um, stories that I've been covering for you. This is from just the news. The State Department to evacuate thirty two thousand people. From Israel in Operation Safe Landing. They say this is an exclusive from just the news and it's uh, just coming out here. The U.S. State Department uh, briefed Customs and uh, Border Patrol uh, agencies and they say that um, Operation Safe Landing is an effort to evacuate 32,000 people from Israel. The current plan is to evacuate both U.S. citizens and American allies 
to Athens, Greece, and Frankfurt, Germany, but that may change, a senior government official telling just the news. The proposal comes as the Biden administration said that officials are also working on helping U.S. citizens who are seeking to leave the West Bank and the Gaza Strip, which is controlled by the State Department-designated foreign terrorist organization, Hamas. U.S. government is still searching for the 15 U.S. citizens who remain missing, uh, so on and so forth. 32,000. Like, how are they going to do that? Yeah, that's all they got. Just the news. That's going to be a, a, a massive show of um, of organization. I, I just I, I don't know how Biden is going to be able to pull that off because we all know what happened when we tried to pull out of Afghanistan. That was just a complete and utter um, a disaster. There's no other way to say it. We are a continued warning Iran to stay out of this whole thing um, over the weekend. You know that uh, Iran has been uh, sending, you know, messages to Israel uh, in different ways, uh, saying that if you go into uh, the Gaza Strip and you go into uh, Gaza, you're trying to root out Hamas. But you've got all of those millions of people that uh, are at risk. Of course, a lot of those people have now been able to move uh, out of the area, evacuate out of the area. But there's still some folks that have been forced to stay. And so if there are mass casualties, Iran has uh, been out there saying that uh, they will join in the fight against Israel. And so will Hezbollah out of uh, Lebanon. And so it's like the news cycle, you know, basically the news cycle over the last week. And it's going to continue like this for quite some time. It's going to be, you know, dozens of different stories related to the same exact thing, which is the um, war between Israel and Hamas. It does continue and uh, we'll continue to talk about it here throughout the week on Red Eye Radio. The phone number is always 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. My name is Dan Mandis, Gary and Eric. They return next Sunday night, Monday morning, right here on Red Eye Radio. This is Red Eye Radio on... John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.